The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast, welcome to a brand new episode, and uh, this one is called Distractin' Crackin'. Uh, we're back in the basement uh, after our uh, successful... Uh, <laughs> Wow. Uh, thank you all for coming out to our uh, 50 West shows, and thank you for listening to them if you enjoyed them. I got a lot of great feedback uh, from all of y'all uh, about our live stage show, but we're back in the basement now. We got uh, you know, plenty of news to tell you about, a lot of exciting things to do. Uh, Jimmy is going to review the movie Smallfoot uh, here toward the end, and uh, Tony is very excited about that new Spider-Man game on, on PS4. And so we're going to talk about that, uh, all the stuff that happened this past week, and uh, did you know that there's a Deadpool movie coming to theaters uh, in December? No, you, you know, we're going to tell you all about it. We are. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the flight. Uh, we are, uh, of course, very thankful to our sponsors for uh, paying for this party. Dr. Volt's Comet Connection, they're open seven days a week. Their hold service is free, and with that, you get a 10% discount on purchases over $20 or more, and the previews catalog, you get that for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. Of course, it's Dr. Volts. Cabin Fever, celebrating all things creepy, kooky, mysterious, and spooky this October. It's Cabin Fever located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East in downtown Salt Lake City. Cabin Fever is so much more than a card store. Uh, the Twin Sons Cafe, of course. Uh, Chef Daniel has started a GoFundMe campaign for the cafe to generate some working capital. He needs a beer and wine license and things like that. So if you go to GoFundMe.com and search Twin Sons Cafe, it'll pop right up there. Okay. Black Velvet Boutique. Thank you, Dawn and Leah. They are not a porn store or a novelty store. They are a valuable sexual wellness resource for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. And you can talk to them about their free sex education workshops. They're open seven days a week up in Clearfield at 293 South State Street. Haster Games, of course, located at 6831 South State. They're open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday and noon to 5 on Sundays. It's a great place to stay and play. If you'd like to learn how to play a game, they can help you. Uh, just go in and talk to them at Haster's. And, of course, Quarters Arcade Bar. They are at number 5 East 400 South. It's the Old Manhattan Club, uh, quartersslc.com. 21 retro arcade games, uh, a full bar. They got pinball, arcade games, console gaming. Uh, they, they got Killer Queen. Follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, uh, quartersslc.com. And the Mystery Escape Room. Book your escape room today at mysteryescaperoom.com. Or you can call them at 385-322-2583. Just use the code GEEKSHOW, that's one word, for 15% off of your purchase at the Mystery Escape Room at the Gateway Mall. All right, let's get to our episode, Distractin' Crackin'. we got a message or two, and then we'll get right to it. Please to enjoy. This is not your everyday cafe, and this is just one indication delicious Twin Sons Cafe is. Go eat there, you should. Mexican-influenced Americana cuisine, daily specials, and they're still rocking home delivery, along with a full-service catering. Find comfort food in a cafe inspired by a galaxy far, far away. That's Twin Sons Cafe in Sugar House, 2305 South Highland Drive, just across from the liquor store. Open from 8 to 3 p.m. daily, except Tuesdays. Get details online at twinsonscafeslc.com. Hugs are free. Twin Sons, not your everyday cafe. Out of this f***ing world, its food is. 
If you love to play games, especially board games like Dungeons & Dragons, Magic the Gathering, or Pokemon, you'll love Haster Games. Not only does Haster carry the best selection of all the latest board games and Magic products, they buy pre-owned board games and Magic products too. Haster Games is located at 6831 South State in Salt Lake. They're open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday and noon to 5 p.m. on Sundays. It's a great place to stay and play. Hoarders, Salt Lake's retro arcade bar featuring pinball, arcade games, console gaming, board games, and punk rock vinyl nights, offering a wide selection of craft brews, cocktails, and affordable drink options. Follow Quarters on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or visit QuartersSLC.com for a calendar of events. Oh, welcome back to the basement. Yay. Yeah. Yay. Like what you've done with the place. Oh, thank you. I yeah. promise to give a better answer than no. <laughs> <laughs> Those were valid answers. <laughs> and strangely enough, they worked. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, we uh, got a lot of, I got a lot of great feedback from the live shows, you guys. So. Oh, good. Even that last one? Those were fun. Even that last one. I remember everything that happened. <laughs> Shame I ain't anybody to give you <laughs> I did too. on that one. I only had two shots, and then after the second shot, I, I realized what trajectory we were headed in. I was like, oh, the Admiral actually needs yeah. semi-sober people at the table, too. We've got to keep a balance. I'm, just, I'm so sorry. And I should have talked to you before we started recording, because there was a guy who, he and, and I've got them at work, he, he made us all uh, picture frames. Yes. Do you remember his name? Because uh, I didn't get a chance to... We read both of his letters a couple episodes yes. ago. Yes. His name um, so was we'll have to Alistair look on the letters. Smythe. Because I completely forgot that we were going to do that on stage because we got all knowed up. Right. And, uh, <laughs> and I forgot to thank him. And so, and I can't remember his name now. Damn it. But I've got those picture frames that We'll look up his us. name and thank him at the beginning of the second half. Okay. Can you, you remember? Cause I'll, I was, figure, I'll figure it out. Because you were, you were the only one that remembers yep, yep. really anything. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember that, that show at all. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I was, it just... The show ended and we had to get out and everything just got really chaotic. And the next thing I know, I look up, everyone is gone. And I'm like, oh, I hope Jimmy made it out okay. <laughs> I woke up eating spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> like in mid, in, spaghetti. in mid spaghetti? Yeah, it's like I time traveled. I was huh, like, wow. spaghetti. I, the, I, I remember recording the first show. And then all of a sudden I was in a restaurant in uh, downtown eating spaghetti. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> was it still Saturday? Or was yeah, it Sunday? It was Saturday. Was it good spaghetti? I don't know. All spaghetti's good when you're drunk. <laughs> That's okay. what I would think. All right. All right. Yeah. I don't know. I get the feeling I'd still be a spaghetti snob even when I'm drunk, though. I, I would probably wake up singing the On Top of Spaghetti song and then thinking that I didn't have any spaghetti, and that would be sad. <laughs> I woke up and I was like, how'd the spaghetti get in my mouth? <laughs> well, you, Shannon, that was... But you didn't a, stop chewing. As, <laughs> as, somebody who's, as somebody who's worked in residential retirement homes, I can tell you, you actually just had a preclude. Uh, to dementia. Oh, nice. Oh. Oh. And the spaghetti get in my mouth. <laughs> so that's shit my pants. I think the maid put it in my mouth. <laughs> yep. Oh, no, no. So that's what that's like. Yeah. Okay. Just waking up wondering why you shit your pants. I'm so not, somebody else. Not looking forward to that. That's not going to happen, Carrie. You sure? Yeah. Once I see the warning signs, I'm taking you out. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, he's taking me out. He's Lee George Cade. To Dave and Buster's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's what he meant. Oh, oh. But we'll I, take it. I'm going to murder you there. at Dave and Buster's. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> what a fun place to get murdered. Uh, it really would be, especially playing skee-ball. Uh, <laughs> it's expensive a place to get murdered. <laughs> Truth. Uh, you any it is. stuff you want to... Yeah, yeah. I've, I actually... Uh, it's weird, because like two months ago... 
the absolute worst thing that could happen to a self-employed person happened. My, my business self-destructed and died. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God, what am I going to do? Well, I got a job, right? And it's like the best job I've ever had. So It's perfect for you. It is. It is. I mean, it's grueling. Like I, I, spend, uh, I spend about eight hours a day painting miniatures. And if I'm not painting miniatures, I'm selling miniatures. And if I'm not selling miniatures, I'm packaging miniatures to mail to people all over the country. So it's pretty awesome. So uh, if you want to check out, uh, if you want to check out the shop I'm working at, it's Shiv Games. We're in uh, we're in, in Midvale. We're like fourth west and forty eight hundred south. Uh, it's kind of a, a quiet little shop. We have a pretty burgeoning uh, uh, scene of gamers there. Uh, we've got all kinds of war games. And if you're not in Salt Lake City, you can check us out on eBay uh, with really good prices. And there's a pretty good chance that my loving hands packaged your miniatures. Do you ever make it fun when you pack them? Like, everybody attack the box! Uh, no, and it's like... Uh, okay, so... So, uh, yes, yes, sometimes. But, like, Friday? You know what I did yesterday? I, I helped people learn how to play games. That's like great. Six, for six hours. That is great. I taught them game rules. Connect I, four is hard. Yeah. Connect, connect six is nearly impossible. Ooh. Especially when you're playing with hubcaps. <laughs> so no, nobody's ever won. Nobody's ever won, but many have died. <laughs> he wonders what the fuck Lee is talking about all the time. He's Shannon Barson. Thirty years. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, old twelve. <laughs> Older. Well, that's right. Wait, won't you be old yesterday? When this comes out, uh, I'm old yesterday. Yeah, it's gonna wake up with spaghetti in his mouth. <laughs> the spaghetti in my mouth. Uh, yeah, but you know, you're only as young as you feel. What? <laughs> All right. You say you're only as young as you feel. Hung, hung. Okay, I'll take that. You're only as hung. I feel I'm only as hung as I feel. As uh, you feel. <laughs> That could be taken a couple different ways. I might feel myself but, when I'm home. Yeah, so I do a pub quiz at Lucky 13 Wednesdays, 8 o'clock. It's fucking great. Get there. Oh, Hey, Shannon. Huh? You missed some words there. You want to go to Dave and Buster's? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> it's gonna, yes. Lee's going to take us all out. Just play Look this. over there. Look at the fields, bright Just eyes. Just look at the ski balls. Just look at the ski balls. Oh. <laughs> it's just going to take your head and just bury you in the, in the ball pit. Just like, just, <laughs> how do you drown? Ball pit. Oh. <laughs> well, that's His imp- lungs full of balls. Well, that's impossible. You can still breathe in there. You'd be surprised. It gets pretty tight down there. <laughs> <laughs> well, the best part about murdering somebody while you're playing ski ball is that you can murder them with the ski balls, yeah. and then you just push them to the top of the ramp and down. That's cheating. <laughs> you know how many tickets you get for a human corpse? One hundred points. <laughs> the first, well, the first time I ever went to a Dave and Buster's was in Denver, and I was like, I want, I want, I want a shot glass. Mm-hmm. And it's just like any other ticket game place. You have to have like, yeah, five hundred tickets. Yeah. And me and I don't, I don't know if you remember that really tall guy that used to work at Birds the Kraken. Yeah, it was me and him. And I got so drunk, and I was like getting really bad at ski ball. So I took my T-shirt and I kind of rolled it up, and I put all the balls in the T-shirt. <laughs> you crawled and up I started there? crawling oh up the my thing. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy, and the you know how like they're uh, Did the people atten- dressed like refs catch you. They're like, <laughs> we don't do that here. And I'm like, I can distract and crack him. <laughs> they're trying to crawl. The distracting Kraken. There's two things I always think about ski ball. What is the Simpsons when uh, Lisa's cheating with Maggie? Yes. And then Nelson goes, you're cheating. And he takes a screwdriver and just pops the thing open and just takes the whole reel. Uh (laughs) Classic. The other one is why uh, Utah liquor laws suck. Because when we were in Denver, there's that bar that had the ski ball machine. And if you got like 100 points, you got a free beer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So... 
Oh, well. Damn. I think I'm a, uh, good old David Busters. Yeah. He's lamenting Utah's liquor laws. He's yeah. Jimmy Martin. Hi. Uh, watch me on KSL. You can read me on Slug. You can uh, listen to me on Geek Show and on Mediocre Show. Uh, not this recording session, but there is a junket on the way. Uh, I'm excited because I get to talk to someone who I talked to before that I respect very much, Melissa McCarthy. Oh, yay. Nice. Yeah. She's in that movie called uh, Can You Ever Forgive Me? About It's a true story about an author who kind of lost touch with oh, society. Yeah. So I think she started like signing things and like sell them to like... She's sell- selling fake versions of people's rights. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. So I really want to talk to her about when she was a nanny. Like she nannied until oh, Gilmore really? Girls, like came for out. reals. Yeah, like oh. well into her thirties, she was a nanny, wow. and uh, and it's kind of wild. Like she's uh, I've listened to her on a couple podcasts, and she's she's led a very interesting life. I don't think she takes her stardom for granted at awesome. all because hmm. it didn't come easy. Oh, bring it, bring <laughs> there's a bring there's some, up. there's some buzz going around this too. She, that that there might be some Oscar buzz. I've nice. heard so. I've heard good things. Yeah. yeah, she's she's awesome. I really get a kick out of her. He remembers everything that happened that night, except that guy's name. Except that guy's name. <laughs> We'll get it. Yeah. We do appreciate it. His uh, name was Tyrone Liturgis. I can He's, tell you that is not what it was. Oh. He is Quad T. Hey. Tony. Check me out on Twitter, at Quad T Tony, or always here on the Geek Show, or every other week on the Gadget Spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay will be joining us shortly. Hey, uh, he, yeah. you know you know who already joined us, though? What? Our host, Mr. Kerry Jackson. Oh, hi. hi. Oh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10. Of course, he cheated. He lives here. X96. Uh, X96.com. If, if you've a mind to... A mind to? That's our new slogan. If X96.com. If you've a mind to. <laughs> if you've a mind to. Did you guys uh, go down to Manti to get that slogan? No, I made it myself. Because <laughs> <laughs> my redneck past is still nipping at my heels. Uh, Did you guys see the cool local news? Uh, well, uh, our, our old friends at Brewies? Oh, yes. Yeah. They, they won. They won their they, lawsuit. Yeah. They won the lawsuit the s- in the state. Well, it's our money, but yeah. the state had <laughs> to pay them. I don't mind my tax dollars going for there that. Five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. yeah, yeah, legal fees. So that was an interesting conversation I had with Utah State Tax Commission because I I owe some back taxes mm-hmm. uh, from my failed business, and they're like, "Well, you know, you you owe us three thousand dollars." I was like, "Yeah, you owe Ruby's five hundred thousand, so uh, <laughs> well, it works out." <laughs> yeah, for people who don't remember, or yeah, it was it was it was Deadpool one, right? Yeah, the yep. original yep. Uh, Deadpool. Uh, that they were showing there. And there's, uh, again, Jimmy's lamenting the liquor laws. There's this law that says that you can't serve liquor where there is nudity. Live and nudity. Li- well, <laughs> or simulated it, sex. It doesn't say live in the I law. Know. That's and it the was thing. simulated sex. Simulated well. sex or nudity. And, and, of course, we remember the pegging scene uh, in, in right. Deadpool 1. Uh, dickheads from the Liquor Commission went there. They'd seen the movie before. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they everything was paid for by the you know tax dollars and all that and they finished the movie and they went out and announced oh by the way you're in violation, violation. of the law yep. and you know so movies sued and you know as, but, as somebody who worked in the bar business here for 14 mm-hmm. years vice and liquor enforcement cops are the are, you guys are crooked bitches no <laughs> i'm just gonna say they are they, they take they, that do you remember the first movie that got him in trouble though uh the hangover too yep but they, they yeah. the, 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 the thing that stuff is so stupid about the lo- liquor laws here while we're talking about it is for bars, it, they're written so nebulous. Like if they want to, mm-hmm. if, they're, if they're just pissed at a bar and they walk in, they can find a way to shut you. Oh, up. yeah, they will. Yep. And it's terrible. Well, and it's, it's interesting because anybody who says that, uh, that 
the religious majority can't influence um, politics <laughs> is out of their fucking mind because yeah. the, these laws are being written by people by a by a culture that doesn't drink. Yeah, uh, enforcing laws on people who do. Well, and, and you know what it does here in Utah. So, like, you go to other states, mm-hmm. and they have they'll have cops in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And they're hanging out, and it, I like that first time I ever saw it, it freaked me out because here in Utah, like when I was working at Burst, the last person, the last thing we were going to do is call the cops. We don't want the cops there. Yeah, yep. right. If you call the cops for help or whatever, it kind of gets you on a list. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean. And also, you're just like, well, if they come in, they're going to fucking bust me for for something. something. Yeah, yeah. No, even if you were doing everything right. Yeah, they'll look for something. Which we weren't at birds. Well, Tony, Tony was <laughs> telling me about an interesting issue that's going on in Utah County right now, uh-huh. where they're getting. Uh, it was. They're getting transplants from out of state. Oh all yeah, these tech jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so all these people coming from California that are used to California's rather lax liquor laws, and then they're moving to Utah County, mm-hmm. which well, has some of the strictest Utah, you know, liquor not, laws in the state, and not many bars down there. Right? No, and they're yeah. just like, well, wait a second. Uh, yeah, so that's your culture, but I moved here to do hard work for your businesses. Uh, where's my bars? Where's my liberal liquor laws? Well, here's here's what needs to happen. It's because we all know, yes, those people up on the hill are religious first, but they're greedy second. Yeah. So what needs to happen is these tech companies just need to come and spread some money around. Yeah, so yeah. you need to lighten up on this shit. Yeah, you know? spread some money to me, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just let it rain. Uh, and while we're at it, uh, vote yes on Prop 2. All right. Please. Uh, Agreed. Comes up. Uh, let's see. Oh, let's raise a glass. Oh. One of the greats. DC Fontana? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> She's fine. Oh. <laughs> Shatner? No. Oh. You. That's family. Uh, oh. Gary Kurtz. Oh. Gary Kurtz. Star Wars producer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. He's responsible for a lot of what our culture, uh, our geek culture is is uh, enjoying to this day. Uh, he first rose to prominence in the 60s. Uh, he, uh, oh, he was in the Marine Corps. Didn't know that, Vietnam. Uh, was introduced to uh, Francis Ford Coppola, a young George Lucas. And they all partnered up, and uh, he was uh, American Graffiti, yep. movie very important to me, and, of course, uh, Star Wars. Uh, so, yeah, Gary Kurtz, raise a glass. Look into him, kids. He's, he's important to what you like. Quick side question. Yes. American Graffiti. Is yes. there actually any graffiti in that movie? There is not. Okay. It's a metaphor. Ah. All right. I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, happening today. Oh, this will make some uh, white males explode. Uh, oh, no. The white males, whoever will represent them in their time of need. Uh, Here I go. The, the, I, this was just, the, you know, as, of, as we record this, this morning was announced. And then mm. Kathleen Kennedy has signed on for three more years <laughs> at, uh, <laughs> at Lucasfilm. Uh, so I'm sure that they're gearing up their hate right now. Oh. Uh, so, yeah. But uh, no, I say good. What a waste of energy for those guys. I know, right? I, you know, I, I, I realize that. Uh, I realize that I'm a Star Wars apologist. I've been called this enough times. You have now. been, yes. yeah. So uh, I don't think she's done a poor job at all. No. Mm-mm. As a matter of fact, she's uh, somehow managed to make four good Star Wars movies. Yeah. From and, a certain and, point of view. It, well, mine. And <laughs> and and Solo's out now, and all over the internet, I'm seeing. Why, why did everybody hate this movie? Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, yeah. well, why didn't you ignore those people and just go anyway? Yeah. You know, now everything's all fucked up. Yeah. Yep. Because uh, because of that, let's let's recognize some some bad publicity. 
yeah. on on their behalf. They and, didn't promote uh, it. Well, well no. they didn't. And if I had been them, I would have actually waited until December to release it. I think so. Yeah, because I think putting so. it putting it with Deadpool and well, we talked about that many yeah, times. Did. About how May was too packed. May, May was, was too. May was packed. overpacked. With, yeah. with great shit. And in August the theaters. was a fucking dead zone. But uh, yeah, yeah, I got yeah. I got solo two weeks ago, and guess what? It was it's it's so much fun. Oh yeah. No, you're not gonna you're not gonna walk out of it with a PhD in in Star Wars or, or anything. No, and yeah. But Gina was saying that it's yeah. it's like her and her daughter's favorite one. Yeah, they love that. It's so much well, fun. Yeah. I think the biggest problem people have going into that is they expect old San Ho- old Han Solo in a young Han Solo body, right? And they don't understand that it's the story of how he became who he yeah, was. Yeah, how he gets to where he, where we hope. know him. Yeah. yeah. And those of you that are pissed off that the movie spends a lot of time uh, nudging you, oh, that's how he got his deal for. Oh, that's how we got this. Oh, how that's how we got the shit. Yeah, that's I how loved we met it. Chewbacca. That's how we got the blaster. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, you all fucking stroke off over uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, which was literally twenty minutes of that. At the yeah. beginning. Oh, that's where he got his hat. That's oh, where he got his coat. Yeah. That's where he got his whip. That's where he got his scar. Yeah. That's where he got his fear of snakes. Exactly. All for one fateful train ride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and nobody lost their shit then. No. So we uh, went, oh, cool. And then, we were uh, a better people then. And then another another interesting thing about solo, it's not gonna matter in ten years because uh I've met kids that haven't seen the original trilogy, mm. but they've seen solo. So when they see solo, they're not gonna be getting to episode four and going Oh, so that's how he got his gun. Well, they saw how he got his gun. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then episode four is just the next chapter. I think you said the world's going to be over in 10 years. But that's Probably. Okay. I don't. Well, well, our friend Monty, he just showed his daughter. How old is she? I showed my uh, daughter aliens and my son who's six. Oh, your son's who's six, the original Star Wars. So, and, and yeah, yeah. And, and I'll, I'll bet he's going to fucking love Solo yeah. when he sees it. It's, you know? it's, it's Oh, he's seen Solo. He loved it, right? Loved it. Yeah, see? It's a, it's a, it's a Star Wars movie that makes you feel like a Star Wars. <laughs> exactly. So, okay. You want to watch something fun, though? It's the, was a bad trailer of it? Have you seen the, that one? It's pretty funny. He's like, apparently he wants to be a pilot. It shows like five times. I'm going to be a pilot. I'm going to be a pilot. <laughs> you got a pilot right here. You got a pilot right here. <laughs> uh, speaking of trailers, um, we this happened in one week. We got... Uh, Dark Phoenix trailer. Meh. Mm. I haven't watched it You didn't yet. like that, huh? I didn't hate it. We were talking I, about this last night. It's just kind of... It's just kind of eh. there. It's just kind of there. I'm just going to say, thank God Marvel's getting their X-Men back. I, I did like the Frank Quietly costumes. Mm-hmm. Those yeah. were cool. Yeah. We got those. Yeah. Uh, I think she's going to make a good Jean Grey. Um, interesting how Dark Phoenix trailer doesn't actually show the Phoenix. Well, you know, it's expensive CG. Gotta, yeah, uh, you got to build up to that. I'm, uh, you don't want to put bad CG out there. I'm ready for Disney to take over. Yeah, who's, who's directing? Uh, I don't know who's directing. Um, I, I, I hope he's done. But uh, here's here's <laughs> here's what happened. We got that trailer early in the week. Looked great, right? Yeah. I thought. Um, and then this morning I arise to this news. Dark Phoenix has been pushed back mm-hmm. to June 2019. It was supposed to be this year, wasn't it? Yeah. Wow. So six months. They pushed it back till June 2019. Yeah. Now I don't necessarily think it's because they think it's a bad movie. This is just me. Uh-huh. I think that they realize this is going to be the last X Men movie that we can make, okay. and so let's put it in the summertime and try to make some money. Mm-hmm. Are they, are they going to be able to do a Deadpool or his? Well, his name is Simon Kinberg. Simon Kinberg he never what? directed anything. Oh. He's written some stuff. He's right? written a lot he's of written shit. Twenty one things. Yeah. And he's he's a producer though of fifty one yeah. things. So that's not uh, a good sign. So I, uh, so we got uh, Battle Angel Alita. Oh shit! Is moving from December to February. 
Okay, well, that's which I think is a smart move. Well, they probably gave Robert Rodriguez another twenty bucks to yeah. do a big battle scene. Well, plus you know February, as we know, is not real busy. Well, and Battle Angel Alita is a fantastic fucking story, and, and it's and he's it's, been trying to make that movie nuts. since exactly. the nineties. So uh, Dark Phoenix uh, moves from February 14th. I thought it was this year, but it's February 14th to June 7th. Oh, okay. That's only four months. And uh, as I predicted, the Gambit movie, I just don't think it's going to happen because they pushed it all the way back to March in 2020. Well, at this rate, at, <laughs> at this that rate, rate, with Chan and Tatum, it's going to be Old Man Gambit. Old Man Gambit. Yeah. Uh, but then the other news that we got is we're, we're getting an untitled Deadpool film this December. What? What? Yeah. Yeah. This. Oh, Jay. Jay Whitaker has joined us. Hey, what's up? Hi, Jay. (laughs) So two two months from now. Jay, who is Jay, who is a huge Deadpool fan. Two months from now. How? He's big bone. What kind of secretness have they been pulling on this? This is the shenanigans that they have been pulling. Because uh, Ryan Reynolds on his Twitter and on his Instagram released a picture of him, you know, in the Deadpool costume, Mm -hmm. reading a story to it person who was in bed, that person being Fred Savage. Oh my god. What? Princess Bride. Yeah. Yes. He wore he had the bears you know. No, not the, uh, the never ending story. Yeah. No, 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 no. it's, it's Princess, Princess Bride. Oh, okay, okay. Princess yeah, yeah. Bride. <clears throat> so the speculation is is that they're going to make a PG version of Deadpool? No. Two. I did the see second. That. I did I heard PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah PG thirteen version of Deadpool two. Take out a bunch of shit and add this footage of him reading the story uh, of oh Deadpool 2. So all the rated R stuff will be him to Fred Savage. explaining a little bit about what happened. Could be. Because you don't want to have kids hear it directly. <laughs> Could be. I just think it's just, you know. Like when, like they when are in, crazy. From like a, in uh, Princess Bride when the kid's like, I don't want to hear about the kiss of parts yeah. and stuff like that. All right, enough. I, yeah. <laughs> That's actually brilliant. That it's 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 brilliant and creative. Very creative. And they're making more money for their company, yeah. which has got to please the company. It's it's kind of and I and you know that we'll go see it. Oh yeah. You oh, know yeah. that we'll go. I I was and and maybe it was just familiarity with the script already that the the first Deadpool I liked it, but I watched it once and that was that. That's all I needed. The second Deadpool just it made me so happy. Oh, I and I've giggled seen it all like, the way through I've it. seen it like five times and now. And see, here's the thing is that when I saw Deadpool 2, I saw it with all you guys. Yeah. And so we were having fun. Yeah. And and I enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah. And then I watched it again when I got it on the Blu-ray. Huh. And I went, yeah, that's okay. Really? It, weird, right? Yeah. So it's more of an audience participation so, kind of thing. So I wonder if it was Maybe. my mood. Maybe it was just my mood. I, yeah. saw, I, I saw it twice in the theater. I saw it with you guys. Mm-hmm. And then me and Jen went and saw it... Uh, with the crowd, and they weren't laughing at all. We were fucking. That's true. Laughing our asses because that happened with me did. as well and my wife. I saw it six it, times in the theater, and each time I just fucking rolled. The time I did see it in the privacy of my own home, I still laughed. I had a, I had a few, but I, yeah, it's about the mood. I saw old. I saw Logan, you know, and you're laughing lo- through that too. No, I, yeah, <laughs> I saw Ryan, yeah. I saw Logan front row at Brewies, sitting by myself, shit faced off a of whiskey, and I enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah, it's it an uplifting was, movie. Thing, it was perfect. The yeah. thing about Deadpool, though, is that, I mean, like, it can always be kind of funny, but, like, there's something about that initial viewing where you don't know what's about to hit you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you're you're just absorbing everything. It's and like, oh, holy shit. So, if you know it's coming, like, and then, still yeah, laugh, that's maybe that was it. I got that. I literally watched that the day that I locked my restaurant up. Mm-hmm. I was in a shit mood. And I got home and I put it on. Within five minutes, I was I was just screaming at the TV. And it's probably my, mad, it's huh? my favorite X-Men movie. 
literally. <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe what happened is, is because I watched the extended cut, and maybe I was just it, wrapped it, up ex- in that. The extended cut kind of plays some stuff out a little longer than yeah. it needs to be. So maybe that's what it was. Yeah. I'll just go back and watch the theatrical. Yeah, I, I love Juggernaut in that. I thought killing Shatterstar just almost oh instantly God. was... Hilarious. Yeah. So good. And his costume was great. Mm-hmm. It should win an Academy Award for Best Use of a Baby Dick. <laughs> and I don't think that's an award, They have though. one? They don't... Well, they're trying to make them awards more. Yeah, they're trying to make uh, it appeal to a wider audience. Give it a popular movie award. Yeah, Yeah. give it a popular baby dick award. (laughs) (laughs) The best Best use uh, of a baby dick since Superman the movie. (laughs) And the the best use of uh, Brad Pitt. That's true, (laughs) I think. Since probably California. Um, Get out your uh, pen and paper, if you're listening to this at work, uh, because you're going to need to write down all of Jay Whitaker's gigs that are coming up. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hoarders, Salt Lake's retro arcade bar featuring pinball, arcade games, console gaming, board games, and punk rock vinyl nights, offering a wide selection of craft brews, cocktails, and affordable drink options. Follow Quarters on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or visit QuartersSLC.com for a calendar of events. Mystery Escape Room in the Gateway Mall specializes in theatrical escape rooms with fantastical live actors and immersive fully built sets. Don't just play an escape room, make it an adventure into your favorite stories. From Grimm's Fairy Tales to 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea to their newly opened Ancient Crypt Mystery, there are stories to explore. Can you solve the mystery? Book your escape room today at mysteryescaperoom.com or by calling 385-322-2583. Use the code GEEKSHOW, one word, for 15% off of your purchase. Talking about sex can be uncomfortable. And you know it shouldn't have to be. At Black Velvet Boutique, they believe there's no shame in sex or wanting to be educated about sex. Black Velvet Boutique is an all-inclusive, judgment-free shopping environment. They emphasize positive relationships between partners and with oneself. Black Velvet Boutique, they're located on 293 South State Street in Clearfield, Utah. You can go to blackvelvetboutique.com or give them a call, 801-525-1583. They're open seven days a week. They are locally owned and operated, staffed by some really cool, fun, compassionate, and caring women, Dawn and Leah. Very supportive, very passionate about making sure that uh, their customers have a positive experience. You're free to shop anonymously or engage with any of the Black Velvet Boutique staff. They're interested in building honest dialogue and relationships with their customers and helping people make informed choices. Black Velvet Boutique is its not a porn store or a novelty store. It's for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. Black Velvet Boutique, huge advocates of self-care, which is about understanding your body and sexual needs and desires. Visit them at their store, 293 South State Street in Clearfield, or call them. Ask them about their free workshops, Black Velvet Boutique. This is not your everyday cafe, and this is just one indication. F***ing delicious Twin Sons Cafe is. Go eat there, you should. Mexican-influenced Americana cuisine, daily specials, and they're still rocking home delivery, along with a full-service catering. Find comfort food in a cafe inspired by a galaxy far, far away. That's Twin Sons Cafe in Sugar House, 2305 South Highland Drive, just across from the liquor store. Open from 8 to 3 p.m. daily, except Tuesdays. Get details online at twinsonscafeslc.com. Hugs are free. Twin Sons, not your everyday cafe. Out of this f***ing world, it's food is. 
Cabin Fever is Salt Lake's own house of horrors this season. Located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East in downtown Salt Lake City. Listen up, ghosts and ghouls. Macabre books, decorative skulls, and curious oddities for any festive soul for the trick-or-treater of any age. They have it all. Fill your cauldron with the right ingredients for all of the wizards and witches at your secret gathering this season. Whether it be Eye of Newt Martinis or Scale of Dragon Daiquiris, their drinking section will help you configure the finer details tales of potion making. Planning an excellent costume but not a fan of the messy makeup? No problem. Nylon masks in the style of classic monsters, huge emoji masks, and even zombie horse masks. Breathable, spooky, and quick for a go-to costume. For the kids, be sure to check out their spooky retro candy section filled with treats that you remember from when you were younger. In addition, Cabin Fever has toys, Funko figures, lunch boxes, buttons, books, and as always, rubber duckies. Happy haunting from your friends at Cabin Fever, located in the heart of Trolley Square since 1982. Leave it to Fever to feed your imagination. Hoarders, Salt Lake's retro arcade bar featuring pinball, arcade games, console gaming, board games, and punk rock vinyl nights, offering a wide selection of craft brews, cocktails, and affordable drink options. Follow Quarters on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or visit QuartersSLC.com for a calendar of events. And welcome back. Woo! All right. Jay Whitaker, everybody. Hey. Hi, Yay. Jay. What, what's going on? Uh, Geek Show. Oh, okay. Remember? Yeah, remember? Yeah, remember? You're still here. Yeah. Well, I just... <laughs> hey. intro yourself. Well, it's just uh, you got to oh, introduce yeah. yourself and oh, your yeah, gigs and all that because yeah. you came in late. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, I'll be in uh, Sacramento at the Laughs Unlimited, October 19th to the 21st. October 22nd, I'll be at Spokane Comedy Club. October 22nd, or 23rd, I'll be in Denver at Comedy Works. October 24th, I'll be at Tempe Improv, Arizona. Mm. Yeah. Get tickets online. Go to Dry Bar Comedy slash backslash or ha- whatever the slash is. I, don't, I, never, I always fuck that up. Uh, slash tour.com. I think it's forward slash. Yeah. On website. And, yeah. And I also, just, I just say slash. Yeah. Also, uh, Follow me on Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Premium at It's Jay Whitaker. And hit me up on uh, uh, Overwatch. I'm on PC gaming now. That's, hey. Yo. Nice. So you're not, not console anymore. No, well, I mean, I still fuck with console. Yeah, you but can I'm do trying, both. I'm trying to get my PC gaming shit going on. And it's not going well. <laughs> you gotta get all. used to the keyboard and mouse. Oh, my God. I've just mm-hmm. been getting... Worked? Did I, you can't buy even, I can't even back up. <laughs> Did you buy a new PC or you just... <laughs> yeah, I got... Um, I got a gaming laptop for my birthday. Oh, nice. yeah! <laughs> it was a surprise <laughs> gift. And, uh, awesome. Yeah, and so like I got this nice. I was like, all right, let me try it. Hmm. I'm gonna get my ass whooped. It's bad. I'm 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 really good at Overwatch on Xbox, but but not on the. You on, know, you know, I should do co-op on my favorite PC game. What's that? Uh, it's called Solitaire. I don't uh, know if that game's fucking is there hard, hard, man. I, I have a problem with the keyboard oh. and the mouse too. <laughs> hmm. I got a cool cowboy shirt for my birthday. I know, man. Good for That's you. Good. You I got a rock. It? You get it's a bolo a, tie? Oh, I wish. You, yeah, need a bo- get... you need a fucking bolo tie. I used to wear bolo ties all the time. Yeah, really? Okay. All really? The time. Yeah. Bring them back. In but the not 80s, the, I had not one cowboy that, one. I got a big, like, fake uh, Rubia. What? Yeah. It was not in a cowboy way. You look no. like a fucking prospector all the time. No, it was in a new wave way. <laughs> Super new wave, <laughs> Super new wave bolo tie. Wait, okay, wait. All right, so help me understand. So new wave was eighties, right? New wave was mid to late eighties. Right? All right, so that was the that was the shit you wore was just bolo ties and like yeah, like a white shirt, shirt a bolo tie, white shirt, white collarless shirt with a bolo tie. Yeah, yeah and your 
flock of seagulls hair. Oh, yeah. Yep. Fucking crazy hair. Shirt skin jacket. Yeah. You had hair? Oh, dude. I got pictures. I had, I had long hair at one point. Oh, yeah. I need to see yeah. these. Like Shannon. Shannon was a, I got a, a beautiful once. long hair. You got a part. <laughs> Shut up. You did. He had this <laughs> black hair. That, you know. Long, long and flowing. I dyed it blue once. Yeah. Mm. So it could be like Superman. Very nice. I used to be somebody. <laughs> There's nothing wrong. Hey, uh, I like bolo time. ties, man. <laughs> Not everybody can pull them off, I think. Shannon yeah, Bolo Barton. Pull it off. <laughs> Thank you, Lee. All right. You're very welcome. Um, anybody see the uh, new Bumblebee trailer? Yeah. Yo, man, I am fucking with that. Yeah. I was like, yo. I haven't seen the trailer, but I saw that screen cap that uh, uh, Ed put on. Soundwave. Yeah. yeah that looks pretty Soundwave cool. and Shockwave. Yeah. It's yeah. my two favorite Transformer trailers. Yeah, that was the Soundwave. It's Soundwave with the cassette Yeah, tape. the cassette, yeah. and the motherfucker rumbles out, and it was, it, was it Rumble, or was it the, no, the, the Jaguar? It's, it's a cassette, but yeah. It's a, yeah it turns a, into a, a cat of some yeah, sort. Yeah, I, think what, it's, what was, I think it's Ravage. Ravage. Uh, Ravage. That's what it was. exactly what it was back in the 80s. Yeah, and I was like, yo, I'm fucking with this. Yeah. I was, I was like, finally, I was like, all right, Michael no. Bay's gonna fuck this up no, for no, me, no. but I'll still, I'll still go. It. I, I freaked out over that little shot. I'm still shuffling my feet into that theater. Well, now is he <laughs> we all are. Now, is he directing it though? I don't think he's directing. He's just he's producing. Producing. I don't care. He's just he's a producing. producer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. That franchise has fucked me more than once. So I think it's poisoned you one time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, poison. It poisoned po- you. It racist me. It racist me. Yeah, <laughs> racist no. me. That was actually that was. It's such a shitty movie, but it's one of my most favorite movie experiences I've ever had. What the original movie? The no, the one 86? that we all saw together. The, oh God! Whatever, yeah, but, whatever when, shit pile that one was. When Jimmy Four? nearly died, you mean? Yeah, yeah after that made him throw up. up. Yeah. yeah, that shit was amazing. <laughs> I just remember, I've never just hate watched a movie like that before. Like it was what you, me, Jay, and what Maya, egg? Maya, I think it was egg. I think it was, and Egg, maybe. Yeah. Either way. I remember looking at it, I was Whoa. like... I, I just step outside and go get water. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> the director for that is Travis Knight, who did Kubo. Oh, yeah. Two strings. Okay. Well, I just, I'll never once. forget looking at you, like, and and I'm going, I go, God damn, this is fucking terrible. No, you... Very and I'm like, I'm glad. This is, it's got to be almost over. It's got another hour. And I was like, <laughs> oh, fuck! <laughs> Remember, and like Jake kept like screaming, and like there was, there was like maybe two other people in that room, and like they kept looking back and laughing. <laughs> well, so, that one lady was that. That was that one lady that was loving it. Remember, when she's looking at us like, "What's wrong with you?" Because everybody was fucking hating it. Ugh. I didn't even see the was that was the fourth one. So I didn't even see the fifth one. Mm-hmm. Was it the last night or whatever the hell it's called? I've I only s- seen the first one. I stopped it too. Yeah, <laughs> I've only seen the first one, and it was just because it was new. And I liked the first I think one. I was, I'll be honest. I was there I, to help you out. I think because I reviewed, yeah. it, reviewed it for mouth off. Yeah, I think because one of my favorite reactions to the Transform movies was the third one because uh, Nimoy was the villain, and uh, is when he goes the needs oh, of the mini yeah. like that. And all of a sudden, Sean Means goes, "Oh motherfucker!" like that, <laughs> and Vice just started banging his head on the fucking like rail. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what the third was. It Revenge of the Fallen. That was the fourth one, I think. Third one was the, the dark, dark of the moon. moon. Yeah. Oh yeah. And who was the villain? No, I did see the third that one. That was then. Unicron, right? No, third it was, was Un- Leonard Nimoy. As was Unicron, villain. it was just Leonard Nimoy. He was the villain. It was just him. <laughs> he, it was he kept throwing his loose dentures at him. He was playing an old Transformer, but he wasn't Unicron. I don't know. No, he was like one of the ancient. Oh, like, Primus or some shit. Something like that. Some shit. Yeah, Sentinel one of the first Prime? primes or something. Fuck yeah! See, this is yeah. a, this, this is the shit we're talking. I'm a fucking Transformers fan, and I'm like, yo, fuck, fuck it. Yeah. I'm telling you, when the Dinobots showed up in the one that Jimmy got sick, it got sick. It, by the time they showed up, I remember saying at, in, out loud, 
I don't even give a fuck anymore. I don't care. I said, I don't give a fuck anymore. The problem with any franchise is when you start hammering them out like that, you're going to start forgetting them. They start blending into each other. Yeah. You're just like, yeah. you don't give a shit yeah. anymore. And, and they're the, just wasting John Turturro. Yeah, but they make fucking money, man. They make yeah, they so oh, much yeah. fucking I mean, money. Why do you think they do it? All over the world. They make so yeah. much fucking well, money. Well, and the, they get sponsorships from the military. And that, that, they get yeah. government funding because... Because it's like a uh, recruitment video yeah, it's almost. A, <laughs> I'm telling you, f- since day one of, of the first Transformers, recruiting air, in the Air Force, it's spiked. Seriously. It has and always has each Transformers movie. And that's Do why people Michael, not understand that those are fake? No, mm-hmm. trust me. And I when got, you get in the Air Force, it's not going to be like that? I got some dumb subordinates. <laughs> <laughs> but I will tell you this. No, um... Is uh, Michael Bay still gets money from the government because each time he shows, you get money anytime like a, you show like the military, military. doing something like a royalty good. kind yeah. of a thing. Anytime the military is doing oh. something good in your movie, you get money. I need to make one of those movies. Yeah. I'm gonna make lots of movies. Yeah. They're just gonna be pro military movies. That's why Bloodsport didn't make any money. There was a great joke on <laughs> it. It about an Air Force guy going AWOL to fight. <laughs> it was low budget as fuck. Did Iron Eagle make any money? I'm sure it did. <laughs> Louis Gossett Jr. I'll bet that new Top Gun's getting. From the, Navy. From, oh, yeah, the Navy. from the Navy. Oh, yeah. I bet you. Yeah, absolutely. There was a great joke on uh, Conan, but speaking of Transformers, about Shia LaBeouf. And he goes, uh, Shia LaBeouf is getting divorced. He goes, Divorce is coming when his wife said, Oh, you're that Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Another trailer that we got this week was uh, Fantastic Beasts uh, sequel. Nagini's um, a person. Everybody's like saying, like, why don't they reshoot Johnny Depp's character? I'm like, do you know how many scenes I'm oh. sure he's in? That's not happening. And all the yeah. CG they've done over it already and yeah, everything. It's not happening. No and way. it's and it's called the something of Grindelwald. The sins of Grindelwald. The crimes. The crimes. The crimes of Grindelwald. So Nagini's not a human. Well, it's a. Uh, J.K. Rowling has specified. Yeah. What's the other term? Nagini is not an animagus. Animagus, what's but the? a. And you got to help me with this. Maledictus. Yeah, maledictus is uh, an animal that can turn into a human. So a smart uh, animal that can turn into a yeah, human. She's a very smart snake. If I okay. remember correctly. Uh, the uh, my maledictus. It says, uh, has powers like wizards have, and she doesn't have a wand, and is part of a traveling circus. Uh, so there you go. I'm going to look that up. You've only, you've only seen Nagini as her, you've only seen her as a horcrux. Yeah, she's she was stored stored part of of Voldemort's soul because right because as a this giant is snake. A, this is a prequel so that yeah so we can see that she is a person. I better make sure I was right so I don't get all the Harry Potter fans adding oh, me. They'll come kill you. Oh they my, will. Oh my god! I'll yeah. you, uh, Tony, I, I found a picture of Shannon and I from 1991 that I'm going to pass down to you so you can see Shannon with a full head of hair. Here we go. Uh, oh, I I was wrong again. Oh, that's awesome. I was wrong. Maledictus is. Uh, human that is just extra magical. Yeah, and they and they actually morph because of blood curse. Yeah, into uh, Nagini can transform from human to snake at will, uh, but due to her mysterious blood curse, yeah. she knows that eventually she'll become a snake permanently. It's called Jeez. diabetes. So yeah. it's basically, it's a lot like uh, well, a werewolf. Well, for a snake now, <laughs> what she's like is like a werewolf except for a snake. I guess like like lycan- like lycanthropy. I mean, I know why this stuff is popular. I get it. I just haven't kept up with any I of it. So it's it's I get lost so bad. I, yeah. I get lost in all that shit because Transformers ruined my fucking brain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching Fantastic Beacon. I'm like, where's Ron? Yeah. <laughs> He's not born yet. Oh, where's Ronnie? Yeah, yeah these, take place, yet. these take place in 1927. When the fuck does Sirius Black come back? No, you know what I learned from the first? He's not born yet. That's what I want to know. Is like, yo, when does Sirius Black get his own spinoff? 
What He'd I be born yet, what I did he? learn from the first Fantastic uh, Beast movie, though, it was it was a so. it was an eye opening lesson. Uh, so the whole movie takes place in Harlem in the twenties. Mm-hmm. There yeah. were no black people in Harlem in the twenties, according to Fantastic Beast. Yeah, movie. I know. Oh, okay, oh, I was like, yeah. really? No. They're, they're, <laughs> I mean, Thandie Newton's there. She's like the president of the Wizard. I did no, like that was the thing that yeah. kind of turned me off. Like I remember when we saw it in the theater, and I was like, like this, this is, is a, Harlem. Yeah, you're like, this, this is, is like, a cool bad. Wait, there in this Harlem, is a fucking Harlem Renaissance. <laughs> And they're saying weird racist words like nomads. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, fuck, it's fucking ridiculous. Mudblood. Yeah. Fantastic <laughs> beast of where to find them. Harlem. Yep. Think yeah. about that. You and I walked out, Jay. We were just kind of like, mm, yeah. I don't know about that. I like I liked Eddie Redmayne's performance. I didn't like the Eddie Redmayne. Was, he was a good. Well, yeah. I say that until Jupiter Ascending. But. Yeah, and I liked the visuals. I didn't like the, the female actor that was uh, uh, opposite Eddie Redmayne. And I she's just I don't know. I like not Josh Gad. <laughs> not not Josh Gad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean Oh yeah, the low rent one. Yeah. There yeah. was a lot the guy of that's talented, not him but is him. There was a lot of talented people in the film. There was just some no towels. You know. <laughs> when you can't oh, afford You can't say that. When you when you can't afford Josh Gad. <laughs> they were, they were no towels. Yeah, that's, that guy. Uh-uh. Yeah, no towels. No towels. You can't say that. Yeah, they no talents. <laughs> Oh, and I, and I have an idea for cosplay for you, Jay. What? Serious black. Yeah. Serious black. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't. You know what? Just go I, dress. Just go dressed as him and just walk around like this all the time. Serious. I got a new yeah. job and I don't think motherfuckers can handle that right now. Like seriously. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Is this pictures of Shannon with hair? Oh, this is that pictures of me too? and Shannon with hair. Oh my gosh. That's high school. That's glorious. That's high school. Fuck man, y'all look like y'all was in Brett Kavanaugh's yearbook. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> No, but I was. I like beer. <laughs> oddly enough, though, no, for real, yeah, oddly yeah. enough, we're both on his calendar. <laughs> I like beer so much. Sorry to, I lifted sorry weights to, with Shannon and Lee. Sorry to get oh, political, but that. like he has the same fucking haircut. Oh yeah. Well, we all had this flock of seagulls. I know, swoop. but he still has it. That's well, the yeah. Whole yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, what he has is, is his his uh, mask is molting off of his yeah. face. It's, <laughs> all right. Without getting into that, <laughs> I, I, I had to, I had to bring it was, that. It was a rough week. I, yeah, need, I need I need a laugh. Oh God, it was a rough week. Yeah. Well. Uh, let's see. Also, we got. Uh, oh, you know. Let's let's just talk about this real quick, and then we'll take another <laughs> break. Um, the the. <laughs> The Space Jam sequel is going forward. Yay! It is happening. No Kobe Bryant uh, appearance. No, apparently not. Uh, But Ryan Coogler is on board. All right. Uh, uh, Black Panther. Yeah, great. Uh, His first project since uh, directing Black Panther. Um, He's he's, directing or is he? Yeah. Well, I don't know if it says he's directing or if he's producing. Oh, he's just producing. Okay, so is this going to be like where LeBron James gets sucked into the uh, the cartoon universe? So Coogler producing. Kugler producing, Terrence Nance um, directing, uh, and it's uh, LeBron James cool. is going to be the star of it. LeBron James. So uh, and it'll be his first uh, role after uh, Trainwreck. And small, which, well, he did. He small stole foot. that movie. Was, he was, was so small good foot. at Trainwreck. He was great in Trainwreck. Uh, didn't he do Smallfoot? Is he a voice in Smallfoot? Yeah, he's he a, a voice in Smallfoot. Small yeah. I believe so. Yeah. I'll look. Yeah, take a look. He is. You don't know how he to is. Google. That's because I IMDb. But uh, oh. you know well, he was because he was actually at the red carpet, but he just didn't come down our way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. and and it's funny how I what I found is is Wait, that he was is that there are, <laughs> there are, there are people of a certain age, mostly women, that who lo- love that love first, that fucking movie, that Space Jam. Yeah, my our sisters. friend Taylor, yeah. my sisters love it. Yeah, um, yeah, Taylor Sarah, loves it. Uh, Sarah, 
Sarah um, loves it. Uh, Kari. Yeah, Kari loves it too. Cat. Yeah. Like they all love it. They I'm, all I love have it. Never seen it. I, I saw it once. I saw it once. I, I saw it once. You know? I well, me, I fucked with it. I fucked with the soundtrack. Like hip hop heads, it had sure. actually a oh, yeah, dope yeah. soundtrack. I mean, minus that, I believe I could fly shit. But there was a dope <laughs> song, "Hit 'Em High," when the Monstars came out. They yeah. had Coolio, Busta Rhymes, LL Cool J, and like Craig, I think it was Craig or Missy. I don't know, but they had a, it was a good soundtrack. I mean, I was I was there for it because, well, first of all, Looney, Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes. Yeah. I fuck, that's my you know favorite shit. Uh, Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, all those, and and Bill Murray mm-hmm. is in it. And so I and I thought, oh, yeah, I'm going to be okay, even though it's a sports movie. Technically, it's a space movie as well. It's you know, it's got all those things, and I I I didn't hate it. I just don't remember walking out of the theater going, "That was great." I have a, yeah. I have a really sad ah. admission to make. Huh? I'm 48 years old. Yeah. I just this last week realized that the Yeti that wants the bunny. Yeah. You is just enough, is enough mice and men. Reference. You just now got that? Yes. <laughs> oh, and I've watched, I've watched those cartoons a million times <laughs> and I've read of mice and men. I've seen three different adaptations of mice and men and just fucking now really? I realized thing. that the Yeti is Lenny from of yeah. Mice and Men. Yeah, I'm thirty five and never read Mice and Men. So I remember <laughs> I remember seeing of Mice and Men going, Oh hey, that's the Yeti. So thanks, yeah, no, reverse. thanks, Termite reverse. Terrace animators and producers and directors for pulling a long game on me that almost got me to fifty before I caught wow, on. Wow, good for you guys! I still need to read now, my submit. And so, and I read about this that it's not a sequel; it's a complete yeah, reboot. Yeah. yeah, Oh, it's a reboot. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so they're Which just I like, think is good. They can do whatever they want. It's weird man. they rebooted reboot too. Yeah, that wasn't very good. No, it was not. <laughs> no. But, but the thing is, is, is um, you got to. I think why women loved it is because of Lola. Uh, Lola, Bunny. Lola Bunny, yeah, because and she's, she was she was a badass yeah. in the whole fuck. Like, she and was, she's going to be back in this. Yeah, one. she was a badass. Uh, she could ball, and you know, she didn't take any shit. So, I mean, I, I'm you know, I'm not a young woman, but if I imagine what you're, you're not? not, yeah, I know. <laughs> but it's like I can I can imagine what they felt watching that. You know, yeah, I, yeah, coming up, maybe that, yeah. maybe that, was yeah, it. maybe that's maybe that's a I'll connection. Bet that's that's well, a good connection. Yeah, as a young woman, yes, I will say. <laughs> Uh, also, uh, we got a release date for the Birds of Prey movie. That is happening. Um, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, of course. You sure they're not going to cast another, you know, Harley <laughs> Quinn? They don't do that? Or? <laughs> no shit, right? Uh, Joaquin Phoenix doesn't want to play that one, too. They've, <laughs> they've <laughs> got, Scarlett uh, Johansson, how about that? They've got Kathy Yan directing it, and they have cast the uh, other two uh, characters, uh, Black Canary and Huntress. You've got, uh, let's see, I need to read this right. Janelle Monet. Yes! What? No, no, no. She, she, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead also. Oh. Mm-hmm. And this story is confusing to me as to who's playing who. Yeah. But uh, they're, they're both in that. Uh, yeah. And it's got a release date. It's uh, February 7th, 2020. And it is happening. Oh, so you're going to get Huntress and Black Canary and Harley Quinn teaming if, up. If, uh, Winstead's if, playing Huntress. Winstead is playing Huntress. If Janelle Monet ends up playing. Anybody in that movie, yeah. my my kid's gonna lose her mind. She's Janelle Monet. If y'all ain't familiar, go listen to her catalog. She it's, it's, she was just here she, in, yeah. in May, and yeah. she actually closed. She was a protege of Prince's, mm. yeah. and she closed with Purple Rain. Nice. She played the guitar. Mm. Went on for fifteen minutes. Wow. It was. Uh, I didn't see it, but I saw yeah. pictures of people crying. Our, be- <laughs> our beautiful Jessa. Our beautiful Jessa was there. Um, she. Yeah, it's it's an she's an amazing artist. Go yeah. go listen to anything she has. 
Uh, she's got a she's got a song called Tightrope. If you want to see yeah, some amazing choreography, Tightrope has some of the, the music best video. best music, best dancing. It's just she's real into like robot uprisings and alien conspiracies, and mm. it's inner music. It's and, all, it's all sci fi. It's yeah. It, it's it's she's like she's got a concept album. Yeah, she's got. It's like it's like if David Bowie and Prince kind of like had a baby. Yeah, had which a baby. I think they did. Yeah, which, I think I, they yeah. did. It would probably be Janelle, Janelle and that and that's like that's kind of almost a discredit. In a way, like it's it's yeah, like, she's her own it, thing too. Yeah, she's her own thing, but it's yeah. just like if you're looking for like some sort of reference, like David Bowie, Prince, and then like a little bit of Thundercat, and then you're good. And there's a <laughs> there's a uh, she and Tessa Thompson did a video that's pretty much a we're done putting up with your shit video. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. That yes. Yeah, oh. So good. yeah, for yeah. those who don't know, who Janelle Monae is that's uh, Tessa Thompson's Valkyries. Lady, I saw that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I know what you're talking. Yeah. Now, uh, now, you now I got it. Now I got it. All right. She's got, she's got good moves, good voice, good choreographer. She's yeah, a she's good a person. Package. She's a good person. Yeah. Yeah. After these messages, we'll be right back. Doctor Volt's Comic Connection. Let's see what's happening in the month of October at Doctor Volt's Sales from the Crypt. Halloween Comic Fest is happening on Saturday, October 27th. Go in that day for free Halloween comics and stay to meet the creators of The Mighty Uton and Ruthless. That day, everything store-wide is 20 to 50% off spooky sales and signings at Dr. Volt's on October 27th for Halloween Comic Fest. Well, you've seen the movies and the TV shows. Now read the comics. There's an amazing history to be found and new worlds to explore. It's time to rekindle that love of reading comics and supporting local business. There's nothing like roaming the aisles, finding that comic book that you remember, holding it in your hands, turning the pages, and getting lost in a fantastical story. But it's not just comics at Dr. Volt's. They have a large selection of hard-to-find action figures, statues, busts, apparel, collectibles, and a whole lot more. And if they don't have it, they can help you find it. They also carry gaming supplies like Heroclix, Magic the Gathering, Dungeons & Dragons, Pokemon, and a whole lot more. They're open seven days a week. Their hold, or as some call it, pull service, is free. And with that, you get a 10% discount on purchases over $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. Go see them at 2043 East, 3300 South, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Hoarders, Salt Lake's retro arcade bar featuring pinball, arcade games, console gaming, board games, and punk rock vinyl nights, offering a wide selection of craft brews, cocktails, and affordable drink options. Follow Quarters on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or visit QuartersSLC.com for a calendar of events. Hi, I'm JD. I'm Peterson. This is Spencer. And we're the 3-Bit Gamer Show, where we fight about video games. No, we don't. Yeah, we really do. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and follow us on Facebook at 3-Bit Gamer Show. Pants are optional. Mystery Escape Room in the Gateway Mall specializes in theatrical escape rooms with fantastical live actors and immersive fully built sets. Don't just play an escape room. Make it an adventure into your favorite stories. From Grimm's Fairy Tales to 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea to their newly opened Ancient Crypt Mystery, there are stories to explore. Can you solve the mystery? Book your escape room today at mysteryescaperoom.com or by calling 385-322-2583. Use the code GEEKSHOW, one word, for 15% off of your purchase. If you love to play games, especially board games like Dungeons & Dragons, Magic the Gathering, or Pokemon, you'll love Haster Games. Not only does Haster carry the best selection of all the latest board games and Magic products, they buy pre-owned board games and Magic products, too. Haster Games is located at 6831 South State in Salt Lake. They're open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday and noon to 5 p.m. on Sundays. It's a great place to stay and play. 
Hi, this is Carrie, and I'm here with my wife, Sue. Hi. I'm so proud of her. She started her own business doing what she loves. Tell us about my workout buddy. I believe that working out with someone will keep you motivated and accountable to your fitness goals, so I'm your workout buddy. I will meet you at your Salt Lake County gym or rec center for a 60-minute workout session. If motivation won't get you to the gym, my workout buddy will. So you will come to my gym? Yes. The more you know about your own gym's equipment, the less time you'll waste trying to figure out a routine. I think it helps build confidence and competency, and that makes going to the gym more enjoyable. But you're not my personal trainer. Well, I'm a a certified trainer, but this is not a personal trainer service. So what do you do? I am actually going to work out with you. I'll do cardio, weights, group classes, whatever you want to do. I will help you with options to make exercises effective and help you towards any fitness goals you may have. That's a great idea. How do people start? Well, message me on Facebook at my Workout Buddy SLC or email me my workout buddy SLC at iCloud.com. One session is $20. If you cancel an appointment less than 12 hours before the start time, there is a $10 cancellation fee. And why is that? That's motivation and accountability. And if you tell Sue Geek Show says hey, you'll get half off of your first session, my workout buddy SLC. And we're back. Yeah. And we were talking about Harry Potter earlier, and then I remembered I had this story. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. In an interview with Vanity Fair, uh, the director, uh, Alphonse Cuaron, I believe, Quran. he directed Children of Men, which is great if you haven't yep, seen it. Great he movie. directed the best Harry Potter movie. And, I agree. Uh, and Gravity, yeah. And he did The Prisoner of Azkaban, which is one that I did see. He's also Guillermo del Toro's best friend. Yeah. Well, he tells a story about how when he was offered the Harry Potter movie, <laughs> he says, I talked to Guillermo, as I always do. He says, what's happening? What projects you got going? And I said, I'm, I'm going for Harry Potter. Can you believe it? Yeah. You know, just kind like, of sarcastic. Yeah, who would want to do that? And I made fun of it. I hadn't read the books or seen the films. What? And he gets very upset with me. <laughs> Carol does. He called me Flacco, which means skinny in English. <laughs> yeah. He says, fucking skinny, fucking Flacco, you're such a fucking arrogant bastard. You're going right now to the fucking bookshop and get the books and you're going to read them and then... And then you will call me after that. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so he went to the bookstore and he, he got the books. And uh, I called him and I said, well, the material's really great. He said, well, you see, you fucking, I mean, it's, well, it's untranslatable from Spanish, according to him. But <laughs> 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 So you don't make fun of Harry Potter if Guillermo del Toro is in the room. You don't make fun of, you don't make fun of, of uh, heartfelt um, genre exactly. around Guillermo del Toro. I mean, you, you went to the museum exhibit. Yeah. The dude collects anything having to do with horror, magicians, Edgar Allan Poe, all that stuff. And that's that's the actual uh, lineage of, of Harry Potter is Edgar Allan Poe. It's just with kids. Mm-hmm. He's the one who got, I would say, in trouble. But uh, except that's the third one, right? Mm-hmm. There's, I think it's the fourth. It's the fourth one. Yeah. So the fourth, the fourth one. The fourth one was. You had oh, that's Goblet of Fire is the fourth. Oh, yeah. you're right. Yeah. It is yeah. the third yeah. one. The third had, one's my favorite because they start pulling the time shit, like goes yep. like Back to the Future and it's, style. And it's it's definitely got it's definitely got a grimmer aesthetic than any. But it was movies. it was Cron who was who decided to put one? the kids out of their robes and put them in regular clothes, right. and people lost their shit. They're yeah. like, they only wear their robes, and he's like, they're kids. They're <laughs> they're, they're something under the robes. Yeah, they're going to. <laughs> so it's going to happen. But that was like the big controversy was to yeah. take them out of the robes. You think Captain Kirk wears his uniform all the time? No. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Not when he was Either wears that or a robe. <laughs> Bathrobe. 
which is very, it's very high for yeah. some. It's actually reason. wizard. That's not tied. It was wizard robes <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Kirk was a little eccentric. Uh, oh, let's see uh, more DC news. Uh-huh. Uh the uh, the superhero crossover that's happening, the CWDC <laughs> superhero yeah. crossover. Who's Joaquin <laughs> playing now? Because I last, saw the name for last, this. Last year's was so fucking good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it is going to. This one is called Else Worlds. <laughs> uh oh. Does that mean anything to you? Yeah, yes. of course it does. Uh-huh. Gotham by Gaslight. Uh, let's see. So on the December 9th episode of The Flash, that's where it'll start. Uh, oh, you and know then, Barry's gonna pull some shit. And then it'll go to Arrow, and then Supergirl on Monday the 10th, and uh, then Tuesday the 11th, respectively. They've got so it's Arrow, Supergirl, Flash crossover in an adventure to Gotham City. Where they meet Batwoman, oh, man. played by Ruby Rose, who's it's going Cassandra, to Cassandra Kane. Yeah, yeah, who's going to get her own TV show. I love her. This is great. Uh, they're going to She's meet... too gay. She's not gay enough. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to meet uh, Lois Lane, played by uh, Bitsy Tullock. Is her name who? Uh, Bitsy. Bitsy. Bitsy Tullock. Damn it! Don't you know How her? How do you spell that? B i t s i e t u l l o c h. Bitsy Tullock. Uh, we also recently learned that. Uh, Cassandra Jean Amell will play Nora Fries. Victor well, Fry's uh, wife? Ooh. We gonna get a Mr. Freeze? Well, we have one on Gotham. And he's oh. delicious. And he's he is he's great. <laughs> oh. He's so fucking. No, fuck we, we've got one on Gotham and he's great. But so it's a three episode uh, story as well with uh Nora Freeze. She's all nice. all thrown in there. Bitsy Tullock totally looks like Lois Lane. I'm fucking with this. Does, yeah. Oh, uh, this is going to be great. Is there mention of uh, Legends? Do they cross into it? Uh, no. No? It does not Nor Black that. Panther. Nor <laughs> uh, Black Lightning. <laughs> Black Lightning, you mean? <laughs> Black Panther would be an interesting That'd be weird, huh? It'd be hard to do. So yeah, you're still Panther right. to Wakanda. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? We opened our embassy from the DC Tell universe. Tell me that's not Lois Lane right there. Yeah. Nope. She that's looks Lois like Lane. Lois Lane. She's Lois Lane. And, and Ruby Rose, oh, I'm, yeah. I am so... Happy that they cast her. Yeah, I am in love. She's she's a good actress. I've always liked her. She was. She was my. When they were talking about Domino, I was like, "That's your Domino." Yeah. But then. But then. But then. uh, Oh, forgot. Zazie beats. Zazie beats now. Just killed it. Right. Just killed it. No, like I was actually uh, reading X Men. I had a a big trade of Domino from uh, Mm -hmm. that I've been catching up on. Just been going through my old hold, and oh my god, it is Ruby Rose. Like if you're talking about the original version, it's yeah. basically that's, Ruby Rose. That's all I love. had to go on. But Z- Zazie yeah. beats. She's she is now my daughter. Yeah, yeah. I as agree. far as I'm concerned. But uh, yeah, this is going to be really cool. Uh, DC has also confirmed that La Monica Garrett will appear as the Monitor. Oh snap! Anybody? Yeah. From the Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah, that's yes. like the Monitor is a big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're like uh, the Watchers, kind of. Yeah. Uh, or, I mean, he it, is kind of it like says a Watcher. The, mon- the Monitor has vast knowledge about the nature of the DC multiverse yeah. and gathered DC's hero together to face the ultimate task of confronting the Monitor's ultimate antithesis. The Anti-Monitor. The Anti-Monitor, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, the Monitor's Woo! one of those God-level God yeah. level characters. Yeah, it's a crisis, okay, but, crisis on Infinite Earths. So what, so, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, I've heard about the Monitor or Anti-Monitor. What? And then there's parallax. The anti monitor gets more play in the DC universe than the regular monitor does. Yeah, you hear about him more. Okay, what? what, what, I'm sorry. Yeah. So what? what? He's just he's like like he's like a god level character that just watches everything. Hence the name. And the anti monitor is the one that gave Psycho Pirate all those powers. Yeah, and the anti monitor basically tries to absorb everything, and the monitor is his opposition. So it's like the Watcher with powers. 
and, and the impetus to involve himself in stuff. Okay. So it's like if the watcher had an anti watcher and so fuck shit up. So the mon- right, no, yeah. Okay, so the monitor will be played by Lamonica Garrett. Cool. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So that's going to be very cool, and uh, I'm excited about that. But I'm more excited about what's happening on October 14th. And this is just for me. What if it's for all of us? Well, okay. We'll yeah, see how you feel. Let, let's see. It's for all of us. Let's hold uh, hands. Harvey Birdman half hour special. Oh, what? <laughs> this is for all of us. Okay. <laughs> Harvey Birdman, Attorney General. What? What? <laughs> you got a promotion? <laughs> oh, no. So that means he's in the fucking White House. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. And that means that... He took I mean, Jeff Sess's job. What I'm betting is, is that Phil Ken Seven, Falcon Seven from Harvey Birdman, uh-huh. from Birdman, uh, is probably the president. Yeah. And so... Harvey is his attorney general, which means he's probably going to bring along Peter Potamus. Is this yeah. a, a Cartoon Network special? Yeah, it's, nice. on the, it's on the 14th. This is for that all That sounds of us. great. At midnight, Harvey Birdman, attorney general. Oh, by the way. Yes. Fucking uh, Venture Brothers. Man. Oh, are you watching this season? They so are just so good. killing it. So good. I wish. God, I, I love watching. that show. It's probably my favorite. It's probably my favorite show on TV in the last few months. Really? It's, it's re- been really good. It's really, really so good. good. I look forward to each episode. And, and they're not they're not stopping to let you catch up. No, no you, not at all. You you know, they're they're introducing characters, not necessarily naming them, and you've just gotta hope to hell gotta you, go. you remember. You and know, and you just gotta go with it. And know? they're referencing old stuff and from from way, way back. Yeah. And the then show's also been on for almost twenty years. At the same time they'll just like do something that totally wipes the slate clean on some of that old stuff. Yeah. And you're just like, well, I thought that was building this. Nope, it's done. <laughs> yeah. They, <laughs> they just do not give a fuck this it's season. so good. They're God, just... The monarch is just been He's so amazing. funny. He's so good. Oh, uh, come on. I can't say enough good things about yeah, that show. I gotta show. catch up. Dr. Mrs. The Girlfriend. <laughs> Dr. Mrs. The Girlfriend yes. is now a councilwoman. She's a councilwoman on the <laughs> My guild. My wife on the guild a of, councilwoman. The Guild of Calamitous Intent. <laughs> That's a great show. Great show. I unfortunately, I every time I try to catch up, I I start over, and I make it about three seasons in, and then I do what I always do. I drift off to other things. I get the feeling that that's one that that you could binge. And, I, I could, and I you'd you'd be better off. I think I don't have the binge I lifestyle right now because I I've forgotten so many of those characters. Yeah, yeah I got I got to read Truculies. I had to Truculies, read, man. Oh, Truculies. I made it through season three, and then I just kind of drifted off because everything else. But when I, I heard that the new season up. was starting, I went back and watched the whole like ha- the last half of the old season to remember everything, and it was yeah. worth it. Yeah. Well, it's probably were they on season seven now? Yeah, seven. for a show that started in two thousand three. Yeah, it's yeah. not. They don't put a new season out every year. No, it's whenever no. they get done. It's still, my favorite interview we've ever done. Yes, with those guys it was with Doc Hammer and uh, Jackson, Jackson Public. Public. Jackson Public. Yeah. yeah. And they're Man like, Dick. they're like, oh, we can't, we can't talk about the new season. What the fuck are you guys here for then? <laughs> Let's just talk about Batman dicks. So go, go to uh, Geek Show Podcast Archive. Dot com a, and look up that episode. It's a great, it's a great, that, it's a great interview. That episode's yeah. relevant again. Boom! <laughs> right. Right. Batman dicks. <laughs> it was back when we were at San Diego Comic Con. It's so trending back, again. I think it's five years. I want to say it's all about five years ago. Yeah, just a big news cycle. <laughs> so yeah, go back five years on the on the web on the website and and uh, oh, now games. Before we get to games, there was a big. It, it's it was over a week ago, but. Uh, uh, Telltale Games. Oh yeah, you, you re- you, I'm sure yeah. you read about this. Uh, they uh, all but 25 employees were let go. That's, oh wow! It was like 250 people were let go. Yep. God damn! Yep. 
and how do you that even sucks because that's one well, of the most one of the most innovative game licenses they, out there. And yeah. The question: How do you keep running it? You don't. You don't. They're Just not. Like this was, this was the first part in the, the in the closure. The twenty five are being kept around to finish Minecraft Story Mode, yep. five part yeah. interactive narrative series uh, produced for Netflix. The company I think it was Wildstorm Entertainment. No, it wasn't Wildstorm. But they did a Wildstar MMORPG that launched four years ago. Mm-hmm. Really innovative game. A lot of fun. I had a good time with it. It never got the population. They literally fired the entire team, yeah. and they're doing something I have never heard of for a game like this before. They're literally turning off the servers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, it's they're not enough money to keep the yeah, servers the, on. Yeah, you know? the twenty-five are remaining to fulfill the company's obligations to its board and partners. It says, wow. yeah. but uh, people love the. I, I don't even play games, and I hear people raving about not, those not games enough. all the time. Yeah, yeah. not enough. Not people. enough is the problem. Huh. It's been a long time since I played one of those. They're, exactly, the Batman game was great. Uh, the Walking Dead game that Back I played the games good. was great. And there was a Guardians of the Galaxy that I never got around to. So there was I... Guardians of the Galaxy. A lot of people were looking forward to um, the uh, the Wolf, Werewolf game. Was mm-hmm. Oh, the Wolf Among uh, Us. It's from Wolf Fables. Among Us, yeah, from, from Fables. Fables comics. People wanted a second one of that. That's not going to happen. I played Walking Dead. I played Back to the Future. So there's been... F- Three Batman. seasons of The Walking Dead yeah, that they've done, and the one that they're on right now, basically episode two in that season, that's it. No, yeah, they're, they're not, done. They're not. They're you're not going to get that. Well, the sad part is, is that they're not. They're not expensive games. They're no. actually they're really reasonable, and yeah. and you get a cool like ten to twenty hour store playing experience. Yeah, yeah they, that's. Are they expensive to make though? See, that's mm, the thing. I I don't know. They don't look that expensive to make. Or is it, what is what it? I like about them is is that there is an ending. And it's also it's it's like playing a choose your own adventure book. Yeah. It's it's a, oh, okay. It's, yeah. A, it's like that. I, yeah, I've never played a Telltale game. Oh, they're, let, they're let me loan you a couple of Batman yeah. ones. Uh, yeah. If you got a you got an Xbox, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Take those, and you'll you'll love them, and you'll be sad <laughs> that this company is closing. Oh man. Uh, but the reason I brought it up, and I just wanted to, as you know, we like to pass along little bits of uh, knowledge yeah. now and then. Mm-hmm. One of the employees went to social media. Uh, mm. And said that they weren't given any severance. Yep. Oh, Jesus. But here's 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 what this uh, person said. Brandon Sabenica is a character artist at Telltale. Here's what he tweeted, and uh, just keep this in your heart. None of my sleepless nights or long hours on weekends trying to ship a game on time got me severance today. Don't work overtime unless you're paid for it, y'all. Protect your health. Companies don't care about you. They don't. Yeah. Yep. Remember that. They're getting sued right now, a class action lawsuit, because uh, in California, you are required to give 60 days severance when you're laying someone off, and mm. they didn't give anyone any severance. Yeah. So, oh, wow. so, yeah, don't, no, the, the don't bank, work overtime unless you're paid. The bank I worked for before I was self-employed, I was working 90, sometimes 100 hours a week, and because I was salaried, yeah. and I was making a really good salary, but, but once I broke it down by hour... Yeah, that exactly. that paycheck wasn't actually worth it, and it was killing me. Yeah. Don't get Mr. B started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, games. Let's uh, yeah, since, we got, since we're on games, let's go there. We got a couple we'll... of games this week. Um, I think I remembered the name of the guy that gave us that gave the, us the picture the frames? picture frames. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Jonah. I think it's Jonah. That ninety percent. Yeah. If not, so now you're gonna you feel can, real bad. If not, yeah, write, not, write me a letter, write us a letter, and, yeah. and chew me out if I'm wrong. Yeah, reach out I'll to us, it. and we'll we'll credit you on the next episode. Um, all right. So, but thank games, you, Jonah. They were very, uh, Jonah, they were very nice. 
Games this week, uh, we have Fist of the no- Fist of the North Star, what? Lost Paradise. What? <laughs> yeah. Yo, I was all about that shit. Oh, the guy that punched through that other guy's stomach. Yeah, <laughs> he punched him so many times that he burrowed all the way through his gut. I never seen I, anything <laughs> like that. I was yeah. a little kid. You took, me, you took me to see that at the tower. Yeah, you and I saw that when we were like, little like, little, little geek babies. Yeah, I was a little fucking kid, and they yeah, punched. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? And my my dad comes in and says, what the fuck are you? Watching, I was like, I don't know. You got yeah, cable like, now. Like this, <laughs> like this four hundred pound, nine foot tall enforcer shows up. And when I was I, in high school, I used to take like movies and like put music to them and like edit like to the beat and stuff like that, you know. And I took Fist of the North Star and put it to Now You're a Man by <laughs> 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 with Trey Parker. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, also, this week, Forza Horizon Four for the Xbox and PC. If you like your car racing games, mm-hmm. this is a big open world. It's basically Grand Theft Auto without stealing. Other cars and running around, but it's this huge open world where you go around and race, race yeah, people. Rocket launchers on them? No, there's no weapons. I, Fuck them. So. Let me know when they have rocket launchers. <laughs> twisted metal. Yeah, it's not twisted metal. Uh, let's see, Mega Man 11 for the Switch. How how mega? When is there going to be an Omega Man? Like when are they just going to be? When done? it's going to be over <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. with Charlton Heston? It's the Omega Man. Yeah, yeah it's already the worst <laughs> adaptation of I Am Legend ever. Uh, and then <laughs> yeah. uh, a game I'm. Kind of excited for tentatively. We'll see. Hopefully, it's good. But actually, the new Assassin's Creed Odyssey mm. looks pretty cool. Really, it's set in ancient Greece. Okay, so it's uh, it revolves around that time period as well as I've read some stuff about the game, and they're going to try and go more into the fantasy sci-fi aspect of it. So there's going to be things to do with. Like the ancient gods and things like that. Oh, okay. At one point, you fight Medusa. Oh, things like that. So well, it, that's cool. It looks interesting. Hopefully, a, it's good. I was a fan of Greek mythology. Yeah, in me high too. School, so yeah, Jason and the Golden Fleece. That was my shit. Yep. See? Yep. So hopefully, it's good. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, and Red Dead this month, right? <gasps> Red Dead <gasps> is this month, but this it's not month, this week. But it's not this week. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I know. Games. Just getting excited for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to play that one. Do you have any movies for us? Uh, yeah, the theatrical one is Smallfoot. Smallfoot. Speaking of LeBron. Yes. Uh, yeah, just real fast. It's it's an animated kids movie. Um, basically, the story is is that these community of Yetis live at the top of this mountain, and they live by an archaic belief that below the clouds there's nothing, and that there's but there's legends of what they call the Smallfoot. It's obviously the reverse of Bigfoot, and so we as humans are the small feet. And so uh, you got Shannon Tatum as our, our star here, and he's walking along one day, and all of a sudden this plane crashes right in front of him, and this pilot basically lands on a, in a parachute in front of him, and it's voiced by James Corden, and they meet, and before he can even grab him or anything, the wind gusts him away and takes him below the clouds like that. So now he's seen it. So he goes to the town and says, I've seen a small foot. And so Common is actually like the the leader of like the clan like that and he's like you know basically you're no, you a liar. Yeah. yeah you're a liar don't say that you know you can't say it and you're banished so basically he leaves the town and finds community that believes that there are you know there is a small foot so what does he do well they decide to go below the clouds and find a small foot and they do it and then you know as we all say wackiness ensues mm-hmm. um it's very exposition driven like narration like you're like just tell the story man like you know i don't need narration for everything uh it's that, that could that could turn off the kids, I think. A, a little, little bit. I think kids will enjoy it. Um, but the one thing that's kind of funny, and you've got some great voices in there. You've got Common. You've got uh, Zendaya. Um, Chantayden can sing a little bit. But there's these songs. 
And usually with like with songs and films, they drive the movie forward. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. these ones just put a fucking emergency break on it. They're like just that, they're just really? they're just there. You they're know? just there like to be songs. Like they're kind of like important. Not really. Like in Pixar, when they're like. In, a song shows up in a Pixar movie. Well, like I don't know. The yeah. first one that always came to my mind was like Aladdin. Like Aladdin, yeah. like tells the story. Yeah. Of, like as he's going, you learn who you know. Okay. It's like I'm right, Prince yeah. Ali, like yeah, that. Yeah. So like, okay, now this well, is the story. It's, it's like a musical theater, exactly yeah. like that. Whereas this one is just like I'm gonna sing a song right now. Okay, yeah. all right, great. Um, Let's so, sell the soundtrack. You know, yeah. Um, it's it's cute, and but it's still like, and I I hate doing it, but you know, we we always mention Pixar when we talk animation, and you're talking about a Yeti with fur like that, you know, and I still can't. Take my mind off Monsters Inc. And we're talking what ten some odd years ago, maybe fifteen yeah. years ago. Yeah. I can't remember when the first Monsters Inc. And you saw it's that flowing while. fur yeah. on Sully like that. Yeah. They, no one can still get that right. Like it's still just like kind of clunky, right? Like that. You uh-huh. know, it doesn't look terrible, but it's just like it just proves what Pixar. Yeah, it doesn't look natural. No, yeah, it's just like, and I don't know if that's the, the look they're just not going for, but it's just still it's apparent. So. Uh, I think kids will enjoy it. Parents are going to like sit there and like gouge their eyes out. Like it's it's endurable. But I also say I wouldn't race to the theaters to go take your kids to it. Hmm. You could wait till you know, just watch Monsters Redbox. Inc. Yeah, wait for Mon- it. To- Monsters Inc. Nef- or uh, yeah, Redbox, Netflix. You know something like that. So so I'm, I'm at two and a half. Two and a half for yeah. small feet. Not S- terrible. Small foot. Right. Small foot. Yeah. All right. And then uh, a few Blu-rays. Not many. Uh, there's a movie called uh, Leave No Trace with Ben Foster that was actually really good at uh, Sundance this year. No Trace. Uh, but a great, this is actually one of my, it was my favorite movie at Sundance besides uh, You Were Never Really Here, but documentary-wise, it's called Three Identical Strangers. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Holy shit. Holy shit. It's so good. I, I, I'm not going to tell you anything about it. Nope. Okay. Because it takes such a twist at the end. Well, the only thing you can say is that there's yeah three brothers who are twins or triplets and uh they were separated and mm-hmm. they find each other and that's what the first 15 minutes yeah and then i'm not gonna tell you anymore after oh, that wow. it <laughs> goes i've heard just nothing but raves it about goes it. To i want to see this yeah it goes to places you do not expect like fucked up places yeah. this is it's all based on a true story well mm-hmm. it's a documentary oh it's yeah. a documentary yeah. okay yeah. okay yeah uh, let's see. You can get the Save by the Bell, the complete collection. What? And the only reason I mentioned this, there's a. I just found it not too long ago. There's a great. I think it's a Funnier Die series called Zach Morris's Trash. Yeah. Yeah. Just, Yo, um, that shit is fucking hilarious. They talk about how like he's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. They break down every time that like Zach did something that was in an episode. And it was like, yo, this self-centered narcissist fucked up the whole evening. Kelly couldn't go to the max screen. Like, it's it's fucking hilarious. It's, and yeah. it's 100% true. Yeah. It's like, you're sitting there watching, like, this guy's a fucking asshole. Yeah. They even talk about the time where he stopped Jesse from taking speed pills. Yo, he's still a fucking asshole. <laughs> like, there was Those one caffeine where... caffeine pills. Yeah, the caffeine pills, yeah. I just watched one the where, like... special episode. They created, like, some skin cream. They got rid of zits. And, yeah. Like, so, like, you could put it on and got rid of it. But then, like, it was actually, like, just burning people's skin. So, like... <laughs> that and so they sold it to everybody like that and then kelly was going for prom queen and she put it on her face and zach yelled at her for using it after he sold it to her oh my gosh <laughs> and she's like i didn't do anything wrong and he's just like thanks for yelling at me kelly <laughs> and I was like, you're a fucking asshole he's, a, he's fucking trash and then she kisses him at the end he's yeah. like he learned nothing uh, <laughs> he, learned he learned nothing, nothing. So there's that. Uh, I think in uh, <laughs> he was rewarded even. Yeah. yeah, and I love the little tagline: Zach Morris is trash. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I think uh, in lieu of the new Doctor that's coming out, which uh, should be pretty cool. Yes, uh, the trailer for that. We saw yeah. just a brief glimpse of her. She looks great. October yeah. 7th, a week yeah. from today as we record. That's my cousin. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so they got all What's these up, Doctor Joe? Who collections coming out. So you've got uh, the Christopher Eccleston and David Tennant together collection. Oh. You've that? got Peter Capaldi and you've got Matt Smith collections coming out. And uh, unless it already came out once, usually when I get down lower, it's stuff that already came out. But Barry season one. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that Great. show was good. Yeah, you need to see that. Yeah, so I think and it was only like eight episodes. Was you only eight eight episodes he got an Emmy for that, right? Yeah, both of them did. Henry Winkler and uh, Hater. David Hater. Bill Hater. Bill Hater. David Hater's a voice actor. <laughs> yeah. I missed two video games. Oh, okay. And if I don't mention these, I'll probably get yelled at by you will. people. Super Mario Party for the Switch. Mm. So if you're like the Nintendo Mario Party games. It, it looks like Nintendo has found a game system that's going to stick around. Yeah. The Switch is selling, yeah. has it's been fun. selling really well. It's, it's a fun little system. It's doing well. They're, gonna, they're making lots of money on I that. use it on planes all the time. And then uh, WWE 2K19's out. Wrestling. Hey, the wrestlings. Let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> Once it, the wrestlings. <laughs> we were, we were uh, talking about TV earlier. Can I make a couple of recommendations? Sure. Uh, the new season of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I know you're not a huge fan of it, but like it's, it's been pretty funny. Bonkers. It's, it's pretty, been pretty funny. They just did one that was the most timely episode of about Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> was that the airplane? The one on the airplane? No, I haven't seen this next it's episode. The one after then. they go okay. to a, a sex, uh, basically like you have to go to a seminar. For being a shitty bar, for being like sexual harassment, oh. and like it's pretty bad. <laughs> but it was like is Howerton up... in it? Who is uh, yep. Glenn, oh, oh, yeah. Dennis no. is in it. He's in it. I was gonna say if it's a he plays uh, a big part in it. Yeah, I was gonna say he would have to, right? Yeah, no, yeah, no. The you're talking about the one where they do the Wade Boggs version of, yeah, of the girls. That's thing. what I was thinking of. Uh, so there's that one, but then also Shannon's gonna agree with this one. The first episode of The Good Place. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Is it oh my so god, it, a good once start again, to the season. Once again, it is. A completely different show again, yep. mm-hmm. and it works and it's beautiful and everything. I love everything about that show. Um, I, I just found out uh, that there's a podcast. There's a Good Place co- podcast. Oh, really? And it's got it's it's the directors, the writers, set designers, and like all the actors, and they just kind of dissect hmm. episodes. Huh. Do you watch it with the episode or like? I, I don't know. I'm going to listen to it. It's cool. Hmm. Uh, and I got to suggest, if we're suggesting TV yeah, shows, right. um, uh, Kidding. Kidding is good. Mm-hmm. The Jim Carrey show. I've been watching that. I've again, heard mixed reviews. I, I love it. That, yeah. But that's Jim Carrey always. Yeah. 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 It's not your typical Jim. It's it's, it's closer to like the Truman Show or yeah. uh, Eternal. Uh, I like him more like that. I he, well, he is a good actor. It's it's uh, whoever worked with him on Eternal Sunshine. Yeah, John uh, Gondry, whatever. Yeah, Michelle Gondry. Michelle Gondry. There, it's the, yeah. it's her TV show, so. and it is sad and funny and fucked up. Michelle's and, a guy, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it is. Sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> yeah, check Michelle. it out. Michelle. If you have, if you have, H- I mean, it's very good. If you, if it's Showtime, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's on Netflix. You need to be watching it if you love music. Fucking Quincy. Oh, I yes. God damn it. Watch it immediately. It's so good. It's the documentary. It's just a series about Quincy Jones. Is it and a series or just one part? It's, it's yeah. just a one. It's a documentary. It's mm. about you know almost two hours long. Yeah. I think. Okay. But it's you know, I like my music documentary. Rashida yeah. Jones is uh, yeah. producing and directing it, and oh, she's so in it as well. Yeah. It's her dad. Yeah. yeah. If if you for if you need some good context, like all right, if you do, let's say you don't know who Quincy Jones is, go read. Type <laughs> in Quincy Jones Vulture interview. Go read that, yeah, and then go. That'll make you want to watch this doc because he has done 
everything. He knows uh-huh. everything. And he knows everyone. Every, yeah. And he gives no fucks Fuck. anymore. He gives no fucks. Yeah. Read that Vulture interview and then go watch this yep. doc and you'll love this. And, and I mean, he's, he's had his fucking music played on the moon. All right? Yep. He, has, <laughs> he has done everything. So isn't, uh, isn't Peggy Lipton Rashida Jones' mom? Yes. So, yeah. That's, and, she's, uh, and she's in the doc. Yeah. yeah. No, I, you know, so the, the, the waitress from Twin Peaks mm-hmm. and uh, Quincy Jones got together and, and had a Rashida Jones. Yeah. yeah. Oh, if, yeah. Motherfucker made Thriller! Yeah, he, he made, made Thriller. He, the motherfucker made Thriller. And if you ne- if you never heard Thriller, if you never heard Quincy Jones, kill yourself. No, 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 no. Sorry, what? No, And if you never heard Thriller, you've heard his music before. Austin Powers theme. He wrote that. He fucking. Yeah, yeah. The whole fucking. That's him. That's Quincy Jones. No, I mean you'll you will be. And it's been around for years. You will be amazed. You'll go, oh, that's all shit I love. Yeah, you know. I met him when I was eleven. You did? Didn't know who he was. Oh. <laughs> I knew who Quincy Jones was, but my dad was talking to Quincy Jones. And you, you didn't... I was like, why you, is my dad talking to this guy? My dad gets in the car and says, yeah, Quincy doesn't have any work. I'm like, cool. And like two years later, I'm listening to Thriller and going... Oh? The I'm, motherfucker made It's like Thriller. that time that Jay met that famous comic book writer, Frank Miller. Yeah. <laughs> Tony, no or more. a famous doctor. <laughs> uh, last, last thing I want to wrap this up. I wanted to do a uh, brief review on the Spider-Man game on oh, the PlayStation yeah. oh Four. God. So it's, I've been playing that for the so last good. week or so. I am about halfway through the story. I've probably put fifteen hours into the game altogether. So this will be more of like a gameplay review than than a story review because I haven't finished the story yet. But the story so far is is pretty interesting. Gameplay though, this game makes you feel like Spider-Man. That's that's all you need to know. They've done the some, controls are great. They've done some pretty good jobs with some of these Spider-Man yeah. games in the past. Spider-Man yeah. Two was fun. That was a good. Spider-Man one. the Movie Two based on the the yeah. game based on the movie. Yeah, it was PlayStation Two. If I yeah, it. that one was good. And and this one I would say is better than wow. that game. Wow. Like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, the the swinging mechanics are fantastic. The side quests are fun and meaningful. Uh, all the extra just stuff along the way, the salty it, quests, and yeah, yeah, and, uh, and and the um, Easter eggs all over the place. I I, I read like, something new about it every day. Like one of the yeah. the selfie quests, like what Lee was saying, you go yeah. around and you take pictures of landmarks. They have real landmarks in New York, and then they also have the Marvel landmarks. Right. There's Avengers Tower. There's Damage Control Tower. There's, there's the, um, the Alias Investigations. Yeah, there's the Fantastic, the Baxter Building. Baxter there's, Building. Yeah. I haven't found that one yet. Um, there's the the gym that uh, Daredevil's dad uh, trained in. Like all this kind of. It's just. It you is, found Doctor Strange's house yet? I did. Yep. I found the <laughs> Sanctum Santorum. Yep. And, and, and you got Aunt May's uh, Aunt May's recipe card. Uh huh. Yep. And so yeah, just. I, it's fantastic. Um, I can't think of anything wrong with this game. Honestly, it's, it's every, every, great. Yeah, everything I've heard and read about it, it's one of those games where you could come home every day and play fifteen twenty minutes. Oh yeah, and there would be something new for you to do. Yeah, still, it's that low. Because if you want to go and do the main story quest, that's a lot of fun. Spend a lot of time. If you want to just go find a couple of backpacks and call it a day after twenty or thirty minutes, you mm-hmm. know, that's all you have time for. That's fine. This game, you can do either one. Yeah. Spend a lot of time, spend a little time. Which is what I liked about Red Dead. It, it, it had all of that shit that you could do. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, yeah, I highly recommend this game. Even without finishing the main quest, it's uh, it's fantastic. All right. Mr. B, if you would, please. Yeah. Hey there, Ham. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> Remember when you used to have a full head of hair and you used to be somebody. 